0: Welcome to episode 190 of In Touch With iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg. Co-host Warren Sklar is off this week,
1: but we have two great guests. Uh, Mr. Guy Searle's back on the show. How are you doing, Guy? Hey, doing fine. Wish I could remember half of the stuff I've had and talked about in the past, but I'm an old guy. (laughs) Yeah, 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 well, that's how it goes. (laughs) Also... Or or, or is it...
2: (laughs) Also back is Jeff Gambit. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. And once again, it takes two of us to uh, fill in for for Warren. Well,
0: we always got to have three people here, so that's why. So. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, there's that. There's that, too.
0: At least I think we should. But uh, Anyway, uh, so we got uh, plenty of news to talk about. Uh, some beta that, that happened this week. Uh, might talk about a few other things. So let's just... Uh, Let's go jump right in and talk about stuff. Uh, first story, we start with the news this week: uh, Apple's iPhone six plus is now officially a vintage product. Uh, what, a, what a shame! Uh, in a move that uh, is probably is about the longevity of Apple products, they've now designated the twenty fourteen Apple six the Apple, the Apple iPhone six plus as a vintage product, meaning the company will no longer support the nearly eight year old iPhone. Uh, so wow. this is not something surprising. I think they, I think that sounds about right. Six years. That's, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think anybody's really surprised
1: that this happened. Uh, were there, were there like actually Android phones in 2014? <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't, there, there were, there were but, um, uh, but none of them are in use and haven't been for several years since 2015, since 2015. Yeah. Okay, and, and you know they certainly haven't been updated, they, and they
0: sure become obsolete within a year. So, you know, compared to you know many of the other iPhones we have out there, but no, not surprised at all that, that and it will just continue on. I'm sure I, this iPhone Seven will will follow suit to once uh, the next, too much longer, not too much further ahead here, and we'll just keep going along here uh, with the with uh, with the iPhone. So, R.I.P. Rest in peace, iPhone Six Plus. We. We've, I don't know if we'll it miss you. It still works. It still works, but... Uh, that was like my
1: first big iPhone yeah. was the 6 yeah, Plus. mine too.
0: Mine too. But it doesn't run on iOS 15, so you're out of luck. Uh, so, uh, and then going along with some obs- uh, 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 obsoleting uh, products, uh, Apple officially obsoletes the first iPad with a lightning connector. That was the fourth generation iPad. Uh wow. It uh that was on November of twenty twelve. So that's two years after the first iPad came out. I was surprised it lasted this long. That's
1: ten years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in a in a weird bit of weird bit of serendipity, the iPad 2 is still for sale. It's are they still selling? No, no, <laughs> no I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no, I was gonna say <laughs> no, I, was kidding. They st- I thought they were gonna sell the iPad 2 until the cows came yeah, home. It, it was like every it, time it, I would it, look on their site, it was like, okay, well, we've got the <laughs> iPad Pro 16 inch, okay, and the iPad 2, So, well,
2: the cows did finally come home.
1: They did. Yeah, and they're like, "Look, you can't use that iPad anymore."
0: Oh, that, I mean, I own that iPad. I mean, it it, it was uh, it, it was a uh, it, it lasted a long time. They they, they were using. The well, they, they sure sold it for a long I, time. I think I, mm-hmm. I think I went to I think it went as far as iOS 12, maybe before it finally. Uh, they finally yeah. put it to pasture. Um, so, but uh, with the cows, with the cows. But it's yeah. uh, not surprising. Apple continues to to uh, uh, to obsolete these uh, these products. So, uh, and then that's the way it goes. Um, next story here: the uh, New York Attorney General. You know, got to get the law involved here. We've been talking about this for the last few weeks. Here, issues in air tech, consumer alert over stalking concerns. Uh, though Apple last week announced its changes to Air, air tags like we talked about, uh, um, uh, that will likely help cut down on unwanted tracking. Officials are, are starting to take notice of complaints, and New York Attorney General Letitia La- 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 James t- uh, today sent out a consumer alert with safety recommendations to protect New Yorkers from air tags. Got to protect them. Yeah,
1: and I'm sure I'm sure someone will find a way to
2: sue Apple in East Texas over this. Well, you know, I have a problem with this. Yeah, me too. I probably have several problems that I, that I need to work through related to this. Please share. Um, okay. So one of the problems I have is uh, um, Apple says, hey, if you find some, some rando AirTag in your stuff, pull the freaking battery out so no one can track you. Yeah. To me, that makes a lot of sense and uh and so the so New York attorney general is saying leave the tracker in because uh because we don't or leave the battery in because we don't want to risk um uh screwing up any potential evidence okay the potential evidence that i could see would be a fingerprint and fingerprint uh evidence I mean, it gets used a lot, not as much as it used to, but mm-hmm. fingerprint evidence, it, it's bunk science, um, you know, just like blood splatter uh, for crime scenes, total bunk science. And uh, so why not just take the battery out like Apple suggests right. and protect yourself? I, I, okay, here's the other one of the other problems I have. A lot of the advice that uh, that law enforcement gives people can uh, be summed up as just be the victim and we'll deal with it later. Yeah. yeah. And and well, I mean, there's there's situations where complying with whatever the 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 criminal is demanding is an appropriate thing to do. Well, when they're right in front of you. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They pull a gun on you. Hand me your wallet. Yeah. Okay. You hand them your wallet. Exactly. Um, but some, something like this, where, where you can take uh, an immediate action to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, of course, you're going to call the police. Right. And, uh, uh, but still, I would take the battery out so that I can no longer be tracked. And uh, and one of the other things they said was, yeah, but if you take the battery out now, the bad guy knows that, you know, about the tracker. I don't care if they know about the tracker. They're not freaking tracking me anymore. (laughs) Yep.
1: Right. Because they can't or or put it on a Greyhound bus headed for Duluth.
2: There you go. Um, Tape it to a police car. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> actually i like that idea yeah i kind of did too as soon as you said it it was like oh I, I like that yeah i like that one um yeah so then then the other thing is why are they not issuing alerts like this about tile trackers because you can be tracked through the ubiquitous uh echo supply that's out there and i had totally forgotten tile has a, a, a partnership with comcast xfinity so all those oh, people out there that, have, that are using a Comcast Xfinity uh, wireless modem, that is being used to track tile location too. So thinking that, that a tile is not as trackable as an AirTag, to me, seems wrong. And you also have so many more tiles out there than AirTags that uh, uh, people should have been flipping out about Tile a long time ago, but it's not sexy and exciting like right. flipping out over Apple when they're in the same position. Yeah. And we'll but see. But Apple what actually happens did stuff to protect people. Tile has done nothing. Yeah. Anyway, until, okay. Th- I guess that's enough soapboxing for no, me. Oh, but you're right
0: moment. about Tile. I mean, it just yeah. No one ever talks about it, but because it's Apple, they're talking about AirTag.
1: I mean, well, also remember Apple has really deep pockets. And depending on the severity of a potential lawsuit, they may just said, uh, okay, here's some money. Go away. Whereas tile might be like, we can't give you that money. We need that money.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. it's But I, tile is doing at least well enough to have been in business selling uh, personal trackers long before Apple did. I mean, Tile's yes. been doing this for what? Eight years. At least. About that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: no, at least. I mean it's uh it's crazy. I mean, just okay. <laughs> it, it it just doesn't didn't make any sense. So but uh anyway, uh next story here is uh right up your alley here, Jeff is uh Apple is saying it's spatial audio is a hit. Hmm. Drawing more listeners to Apple music uh apple Apple music executives say there's more than half of the subscribers are listening in spatial audio and of course they announced that feature of apple music back in june of twenty twenty one and after this announcement that WWDC was bringing a more immersed sound to the service uh and uh and, and and now Apple executives have been sharing selected statistics and talking about how spatial audio is being appreciated by listeners uh according to billboard apple says that. R- record labels, which remaster in spe- spatial audio, are seeing large increases in number of listens. That's a good. That's a good thing. Uh, and it goes way some, over
1: here the, and uh, way over there.
0: Yeah, good. <laughs> and then I go through some other things here. Uh, what do you think, Jeff? This is uh, this is exciting. I think spatial audio is
2: uh, it's is a really good thing. Spatial audio is cool, yeah. and uh, and I'm not surprised that this is the thing that's drawing more people. Into the Apple Music fold, because yeah. I mean it does sound cool. It's it, um, the the thing that I'm more excited about is high res audio, but a lot of people are missing out on high res audio because their maybe their hearing isn't as good, they don't have headphones or uh, or a speaker system that supports high res audio, uh, but you know it's like anyone. Can go out and uh, and pick up AirPods Pro, and well, and the and now the the new AirPods they do spatial as well, right? Yeah, yeah. AirPods Pro. So are. for one hundred and seventy nine dollars, you can get spatial audio uh, AirPods, and, uh, and and that's really cool. So yeah, um, any anything we can do to make music more enjoyable for listeners great let's do it
1: oh absolutely well, they got to make up for having crappy mp3 compressed audio so make up for it by moving the sounds around so that it sounds
2: a little bit different yes for the for crappy mp3 apple's not doing any mp3 well you know uh, but compressed music in general
1: and yeah. I, and again i you know i I am not an audiophile because, I mean, I went to so many rock concerts in the 70s that my hearing is for crap now anyway. <laughs> so I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. But I know that a lot of people who you know claim to be audiophiles talk about how you know they can tell the difference between a, you know, an, an MP4 MP3 file and an AIFF file, which it's like, OK, I'm happy for you.
2: Yeah, good for them. I, yeah, I, I'm sure that some people can. And uh, and a lot of that depends on the equipment you're playing on, um, and, uh, and and of course some MP3s are so easy to pick out because they're so horribly compressed. Uh, but uh, yeah, true. Yeah, it's I mean do, doing things that make the audio better, great. Uh, but that's why I'm more excited about high res audio than I am about uh, uh, about spatial audio, even though spatial audio is cool.
0: Yeah, so to check it out if you haven't already. I mean, it, it's pretty awesome, I must say. Uh, next story here is uh, it's interesting. Uh, iOS 14, 15.4, which is we'll talk in a bit here, is gonna, could let you download software up, updates over a 4G. Uh, Apple was never keen of offering software updates via, via cellular networks, and Wi-Fi was the way to go until the launch of the iPhone 12 in 2020. Currently you can download iOS software updates on your iPhone 12 and iOS and iPhone 13 via 5G networks. Now the third beta of 15.4 is uh, reportedly that's gonna be allowed to be updated over your 4G LTE networks. Um, so far Apple has only allowed downloads over 5G, but that could change. It's very possible, it's beta. So of course you have control whether or not you wanna download anything over cellular. It'll, it'll warn you, say you sell your data or do not you sell your data. Um, I don't know if I've ever remembered me ever uh, updating my iPhone over cellular. I
1: mean, even though I have unlimited data, why? why? (laughs) Don't you think? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, why? Because it's going to take so – I mean, regardless of whether it's 4G or 5G or or whatever, it's just going to take a lot longer than it will over a cellular network. And I can't think of any update in recent years that was so critical that it had to be done right now or that there was some feature set – that had to be done right now, or you were going to, you know, miss out on the next Mars landing or something, you know, I mean, just wait till you get home and you got a nice stable uh, Wi-Fi signal and it'll be done a lot faster. And then you're back up and running again. You know, why,
2: why screw around with it? Yeah, And if you really, really can't wait till you get home, pull up in front of Starbucks or an Apple store and uh, just use their Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why, why? Why? Like I said, why? Why? Um, I actually I have a hypothesis on that. All right, which which there's a flaw in it, and the <laughs> hypothesis is that uh, that there are people that live in areas where they cannot get uh, a reliable broadband mm-hmm. connection. Therefore, the cellular connection is their only option, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and so give them, a, give them the ability to download over 5G or 4G, and now you've overcome that problem. Here's the flaw. If you live in an area where you can't get reliable uh, broadband, there's a very high likelihood you're not going to be able to get uh, good 4G 5G or 5G either. signal. <laughs> well,
1: I know that during the Super Bowl, there was commercials for, I think it's Verizon, and I think maybe AT&T as well are now selling 5G modems for the home so that you can get uh, t T-Mobile broadband internet over 5G for your house, including, including, you know, television and all the rest of that. And it's like, I, I don't know if, if 5G is especially data compromised. 5G is the way to go for somebody that lives in a house that you can just go ahead and get a wired signal in. And I know we're all still kind of waiting for what's going to happen with uh, Musk's Starlink, you know, and whether that's going to be the the rural, rural, God, I can't even say the word, rural, rural savior for high speed Internet for, you know, people that live in the mountains or farms or, you know, away from the general population. Uh, I haven't seen any any
2: confirmed upload and download speeds yet. Mm-hmm. the the Starlink upload and download speeds are good initially or were good initially and they're good in some areas the problem is once you start getting uh, more people uh, more people that Starlink just really can't hold up um, now the idea of a 5G modem to replace my, my cable modem on one hand that's appealing because I have Uh, a grand total of one broadband provider option where I am Uh, that would open it way up. And yeah. And, and yeah. And if AT&T or Verizon or some other company can offer me a, a a solid broadband over 5g for my home, (laughs) that that could be a compelling option. Um, you know, but at at least it would give me some bargaining room with uh, with Xfinity.
0: Yeah, And I'm, I'm 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 been using Xfinity for a long time. I've got the gig speed internet, so it's been okay. I did I did try out uh, T Mobile's uh, when they offered it. It was actually five four uh, G LTE, and I wasn't mm-hmm. too excited about because I think it was like twenty five megabit speeds, which is okay. That's okay, but I, why would I want to do that when I can get Xfinity and get at least. 500 megabit or you no? Know, I i got one one gig, so uh, so what's the point? But I, I I'm glad you guys brought that up because I, I just put the the new article here in the show notes here about uh T-Mobile is now making it easier for uh, you to uh, get their 5G home internet service. Um, and they're really rolling on this. I mean, as far as getting this going and and gaining more and more customers because people are just getting tired of like you said, Comcast Xfinity is just just charging the, the heck out of, of, out of their services. And why not? Oh, if you're, if you're going to get consistent speeds with 5g on, on, a, on a home internet service and you can get it and 5g is good in your area depending on where you live. Um, why not? I mean, I think why not? Why, 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 why T-Mobile isn't going to take it, take, take advantage of jumping on this and they're, they're expanding their, their network. They're, they're getting, you know, they're expanding it further than Verizon
1: is. And remember as well that uh, a lot of communities still have 70s and 80s technology right. as far as as providing cable and broadband services. And so you're going to be bandwidth limited for a lot of those services as well. So if you can get not only, you know, kind of break the monopoly of, of some of these one horse providers in you know the various areas around the country, uh, you bring in. T-Mobile or, or AT&T or Sprint or whoever that's going to offer, you know, 25 to 50 up and down, which quite honestly is not bad for the vast majority of people that are out there. You know, it's going to, it's going to provide more than enough bandwidth. So, you know, will they have a similar problem if it develops traction in an area that something like Starlink does where, you know, I mean, regardless, you're still bandwidth limited to what's available across the air as compared to uh cable, which is going to have, you know, much bigger pipes, but you know, uh, that can be, that's a, that's a problem for future guy. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, uh, T-Mobile is going to continue to, to, to push this and, and I'm sure the other carriers are going to as well. I mean, the spectrums have opened up and, and, you know, I'm, I'm just doing a test right now on 5g at, sitting here at home on, on my, on my iPhone right now, I'm getting 250 megabit speeds with 5g. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you beat that? The home internet, they may cap it more. I don't know. It's hard to say. And, and, and I know, and you know, you're also dealing with, uh, um, Xfinity with ban- bandwidth caps too, you know, yeah. you get
1: 1.2 terabytes of of data per month i'm using um verizon fios right and just big up yeah oh yeah it's huge and i'm getting i'm getting gigabit speed and they're charging me it's like 60 bucks a month which is you know that's not bad but if i could if i could pay half of that and get 250 to 300 even doing you know Zoom calls and, and video podcasts and all the rest of that, right. two fifty to three hundred is more than enough bandwidth. I don't necessarily need gigabit speeds. It's one of those things where it's like, well, for another ten dollars a month, we'll give you gigabit speeds. And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, give yeah, me, yeah, give me give me the speeds, well, baby, ten dollars a month. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's I mean, yeah, I'm paying a pretty good money, pretty good amount for it, but I think it's worth it. I mean, I think having the bandwidth here. Out, yeah the, the, you know, i got i got i mean even on wi-fi you're not going to get full gigabit speeds anyway
1: i mean it's no I, i'm on. No. I, uh, I mean i'm wired i'm wired down here to the man cave
2: so
0: yeah, yeah i'm wired on this machine too that we're doing this podcast yeah. on so I mean, how funny
2: people like us with what we do we do a wired connection
0: well i mean yeah. it's, it's the best i mean it's the best connection so i mean it's Gonna give you the most, most reliable, most reliable, and you're gonna mm-hmm. get the gig speed internet you want <laughs> because I, I've, I've tested it. And you know. I wish I
2: could get gig internet. Yeah, I it's, mean, I'm surprised you know, that, that our, that's our lines well, let are let me ask tacked you up on poles and strung to the yeah, same here. It's what what are you what are you looking at right now, Jeff? Speed wise, I have 120 down and mm-hmm. five up for 85 dollars a month, <laughs> and uh, only five up because your signal looks great. Your signal's kicking. Yeah. Yeah, well, as <laughs> um, the kids say these days. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's seriously five up. That yeah. that's all I've got. That's crazy. Um and and to get that um I had to take one of the television packages. Right. Uh you know like one one of the crap packages that has stuff you don't want to watch anyhow. Exactly. And uh, and I have no interest in having the package. So no kidding. Uh, in the closet behind me, there is an unopened box that was shipped to me with the the TV box. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when it showed up, I called and asked, can I just drop this off at the, my local Comcast office? Because I will literally never open this package. And they said, no, you have yeah. to keep that box. So, yeah, it's in the back of the closet. It's surprising they don't never charge you for the box, too. And oh, yeah, I don't oh, get charged for the box, but uh, and I don't get charged for my cable modem because I bought my own yeah, several years ago.
0: I have my own now. I'll never, never let them pay the rent. So
1: but uh, anyway, that's so well, a- every time that you want to watch Univ- Univision, the Uzbekistan <laughs> version, it, it's there for you, though. <laughs> it is. That's true. Yeah, but- Spanish programming in Eastern, Euro- Eastern European languages. I mean, you can't
2: get better quality entertainment than that you just can't. i should really plug in that box i am you missing out. <laughs> i am so missing out. You uh, all right
0: let's uh go ahead and move on the uh, last story here this uh this is talking about apple support the apple support app it was just updated uh, now it actually shows estimated repair costs uh, apple has updated the apple support app and it's got new price estimates if uh feature that shows users Estimated costs for common device repairs, such as broken screens, battery services, allowing users to gauge the cost of a repair huh. prior to visiting the Apple store or, or an Apple authorized service provider. Uh, so you, you actually can go in in the app and you tap repairs and physical damage. At that but There's a button there and it'll present you a list of common damages. Uh, you know, crack screens, repairs. liquid damage. I'm looking right now. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. So uh, this is a... Uh, battery service. So this is, this is great. Apple's finally, cause that's the first thing people are going to ask. And you know,
1: and had, how much is this going to cost? When I them? had a
0: 10 S 10 S max that had a cracked screen. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to keep it at the time and ended up trading it in. Uh, but, uh, I, they won $350 for a freaking screen for an ten 10 S max. I mean, that's crazy. You can buy a new iPhone for that. <laughs> so yes. I, I, go through, I, I go to a, you know, a, a non Apple, uh, what was I fix it iFixit places? And, uh, it was uh, $176. So, I mean, but of course, you know, the, the same thing happened like, we you know, when you have uh, the illegal parts where it says that uh, your face ID isn't going to work anymore uh, because it's because it's not a,
1: a. Did it stop working? It did. It was,
2: so so I, I just did the battery health on my iPhone yeah. in the support app. iPhone 12 Pro. Less than a year old. Yeah. 88% battery capacity. That's crazy. What the hell? That's, I should not be down to 88% battery capacity see where with at. an iPhone that's less than a year old. I'm 100% still.
0: Wow. On. <laughs> I'm iOS 5 for time 13 pro max that, yeah, that, that. That doesn't make sense. Why would it be that low already?
2: Crazy, no, it so, shouldn't.
0: So beware that that's a that's a great way to, to check see what things will cost if uh, you happen to have to get your your device fixed. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the topics this week. Uh, Apple has seeded iOS 15.4 and iPad OS 15.4. Uh, this is a uh, this is a beta three. Uh, of course, so that's including the mass support and universal control and uh some other fun things uh universal control i think is gonna be a bit of a game changer once that does come out we've talked about it a number of times here uh and uh i, I think uh uh that that is gonna be something that uh we're gonna go on and take a look at here so uh jeff you're you're
2: on you, you do your ipads right as your as your beta devices yes so uh uh i am not running the mac os beta mm mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to play with universal control yet, but, uh, I am champing at the bit to do so. I That's it. the game changer feature for me.
0: It really is. I mean, even though they have the, the sidecar feature, it's nowhere near what universal control is going to do. Um, as far right.
2: as, as uh, giving your
0: iPad, you know, another, uh, another, you know, another way of, uh, of way of
1: doing it. So it's, it's uh, well, not just iPads, but multiple Macs as well. Yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's true so
0: uh so of course they also talked a bit about the face id with uh, mask support so you don't have to have an apple watch uh, we all have apple watches so it doesn't affect us but uh, now it it's going to allow you to be able to open uh, unlock your phone iphone with uh, a, fa- a mask on and that's, but we were talking about this pre-show it looks like masks will probably be disappearing soon anyway so maybe it's too little too late huh Yeah, we'll see yeah. about that uh but uh yeah we'll 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 see how that goes um but uh yeah though, like i said there's some exciting features that are coming um of course it's always always important to know that they have the over 100 new emojis that you gotta gotta look at those uh god you know it's just and uh one one cool thing i thought i know that they they noted was uh icloud keychain and we we'll to talk about icloud here in just a minute here the keychain now you can actually put notes in the keychain um kind of like what you can do with the uh, like one password one password or last, last pass. pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now it does give you a, 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 an entry allows you to put notes and say, say, okay, what's this? And why do I do this? Uh, uh and, um, I, I thought that was really cool. Uh, and we've talked about, we'll, we'll talk about iCloud here in a little bit here as far as some of the new features. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're, they've, they're, they're adding some, uh, uh they're adding some cool Useful things. Here. features yeah, uh, this one I didn't that's know. Nice. This one I didn't know. Here is uh, there there's an improved magnifier for the camera picker, you know, with the camera control that's added in the magnifier. It's amazing where the mag- the magnifier app is is come. Oh, how far it's come. When it was buried deep in accessibility where you had to find it, now it's like a the most common thing in the center. Yeah, it's the most common thing yeah, to well, have. Well, now. It turns I think, out honestly, it's a really useful feature. It really yeah.
1: is. It really is. I mean, you know. Especially, plus plus there's, old guys. there's a lot of people. I was going to say, there's a lot of. Uh, I, I don't want to say senior citizens, but there are a lot of older people who like to use their iPhones. And if they want to see what the sodium content is on a can of soup, well, now they can, and they won't have to sit there and squint. You Not know, that I have any personal. What if you just
2: want to see those lines. the serial number on some electronic device where it was printed? With like some miniature laser, I mean freaking laser. It doesn't matter how good your eyes are; you still need the magnifier just to read that number. I think my soup analogy stands. <laughs> your soup analogy totally stands, <laughs> <laughs> and we should all be watching our sodium intake. Yes, yes, we should. We should. Uh,
0: then, uh, as we said, iOS and iPadOS came out. They also have a third beta for the WatchOS 8.5, which generally isn't too. Ex- 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 Terribly exciting! Oh yeah, we get some emojis. Like I kind of want to add more emojis to my watch, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty too too terribly excited about that. Uh, TVOS actually had something we've talked. And I think that's the third beta is out for that. Um, they're adding uh, support for captive Wi-Fi networks, which means you can use your iPhone, your iPad, as uh, to connect your Apple TV to networks that require additional sign-in steps. Such as being in a hotel now, room. Now, is
1: is Universal Control going to be part of that as well within TVOS, or have they said? No, they haven't said anything about that. Um, okay,
0: but I mean, this is actually the most the most they've ever talked about as far as we finding out any new features in TVOS. I mean, usually yeah, I, I mentioned TV, mention TVOS, new? What's bug new? fixes, bug fixes, bug right. fixes. Um, so. And then they also have the feature called Up Next Queue, which directly, uh, which is directly in the video player. to make you uh, makes it easier for you Go to ahead. get from show to show when you're watching TV. I can't wait for that. That's going to be too super stoked. Um, and they also brought it brought in a new Vime button that's accessible from the video player. Tap to navigate It's also returned as an accessibility option. Spatial audio controls have also been redesigned. So, so they are they're they're still continuing on evolving with TVOS. That's good 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 to hear and people will continue to complain that they can't uh, uh that they have to buy a, an apple tv and uh it's too expensive
2: Uh so. people always find something to complain about yes including so including the sodium content in their soup that's damn true. right that is true that's awful
0: um and that was a good top interesting topic to talk about uh Test flight. Have have any guys have you used Test Flight before? And ever uh, tried an app before you actually uh, before it actually hit the App Store? Uh, Jeff, have you ever done that?
2: Yes, Uh, I've done it with uh, uh, many apps.
0: Yeah, and uh, what was what was the good? What was the experience? Was it something that uh, do you think
2: people might might like to do? It's yeah, it's. The way it's set up, it's really simple. It's you know basically, um, you get a code and it goes into the test flight app, right. and then that just links everything up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And now you you have a nice list of all the apps that uh, you're beta testing, and um, when you get updates for the for those apps, I mean, you're going back to the test flight app to find them as opposed to just the regular app store app. Mm-hmm. And Does you know it how you sandbox get... them in some way? Uh, well, they're sandboxed in the sense uh, they're sandboxed f- from the regular or from the public part of the app store. As far as sandboxing them in the operating system, no. Okay. Um, I guess it
1: wouldn't make much sense for them to do that.
2: Yeah. yeah there's on no the additional app. sandboxing that happens on the user end. Um, but you can tell all of your, your test flight apps that have had updates because, you know, how you get the little blue dot by the app name, you get this mm-hmm. kind of orange brownish dot instead. So you have that nice little visual indicator. Yeah.
0: And how, so, well, what is, what does mean, that mean? Huh. I mean, obviously, I know, yeah. Jeff, you worked for a software company at one point and you probably were, were helping them test things in, 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 at some one point or another. But uh, we have a, a good article here in the show notes for this uh, from gadget hacks that actually there, there's some pretty intense lists of stuff you could get access to uh, including someone created a creates a Google sheets that has links to all these different apps that you can uh, that you can join these uh, the test flight betas uh,
2: you know okay that's great but at the same time um, Unless you are actually going to actively participate in the testing and mm-hmm. reporting process, don't go get the betas. Yeah. Leave those for people You'll that are sorry. actually going to be uh, using them in the, uh, uh, in the way they're supposed to be used, which is yeah. as a test app where you are reporting back to the developer with, uh, with whatever it is that they need. How would you Don't get, get it just because you want to have early access?
0: So how would you get invited to these these uh, if you didn't if you didn't go for these yeah because there's there's obviously Twitter accounts and other ways of just just playing around because just because
2: you wanted to uh, but how would yeah, how would you get invited? You could reach out to the developer and tell them, hey, I'd like to be in your beta test program okay and actually you know just for the average user, uh, not not someone that's in a in a position that we are where developers right. may actually reach out and say, "Hey, would you please participate?" Um, reach out to the developers that are making the apps where you feel like you'd be able to contribute something by beta testing mm-hmm. and let them know you want to be part of their program and uh, and then they probably have a system in place already where it's really easy to add you in and uh, and then away you go.
0: Okay, and uh, uh guy, have you have you ever dabbled into in test at all?
1: No, I. You know, for the most part, if 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 it's an application that's going to go on a single device that I have that I have no other backup for it, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to take the chance. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. make the the phone that I rely on every single day unstable. Um, the yeah. only device that I, I actually consider running betas and stuff like that is my iPad Pro, just because if right. it goes down, it's kind of like, eh, okay, well, at least it's not my phone. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those sure. things. Yeah, absolutely. So.
0: Check it out, but but buyer beware. Just like we talk about uh, putting beta on any of your uh, production like devices,
2: thing. don't don't do it. Yeah, beta doesn't belong on production devices. Mission critical devices, no beta. Don't do it. That's why my iPhone does not have uh, beta iOS versions, well, except for Warren. <laughs> <laughs> well, Warren is uh, he lives on He's our friend that is happy to rush in where angels fear to tread. That's true. So hooray for Warren! Yeah word. Um, all
0: right, let's, uh, next up, I want to talk a little bit about iCloud uh, plus and what, uh, Apple has done. And it just kind of like, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you can do with iCloud and what it's, you know, what it offers. I mean, a lot of people don't really think about what it offers, but there's just so, uh, so much, uh, there's, there's so much that, uh, uh, that can, that can be with uh with iCloud and i wanted to uh, wanted to kind of go over this uh, but my earphones went here a little crazy here um so uh, uh guy what, what what is probably the first thing you you probably use iCloud with
1: uh iCloud because i've got the um the, the 200 megabyte iCloud storage Wow, megabytes that's great I'm yeah, sorry. Gigabytes. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I could resist <laughs> guy has
2: the really big files, you know, like, yeah. like 12 like
0: K. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it needs more than 64 K. Oh, I couldn't
2: resist. You know, mm-hmm. good question.
1: And, um, and of course photos and, and a, a, a few other things like that. I, I, I use a lot of, uh, I have a lot of documents and pages uh, some of the books that uh, that I need to get back to writing uh, live-in pages so that I can basically go and, and start to yeah. not type in them as I've done for the last year or so uh, on multiple devices all at the same time. So whether it's my iPad or uh, my Mac Mini or even my Windows computer at work, at lunchtime, I can just sign into iCloud and start banging away at whatever it is I want to bang away at. So iCloud for me works really well in that regard. My wife is actually having, because I just got her a uh, an SE2 because she wanted the the home button. That's the last phone that Apple has that uh, that uses the uh, the home button. Yeah. And she's having problems with her email account. And as it turns out, she was having the same problem before I got her the new phone and she just hadn't said anything to me about it. So I was like, well, it's all backed up via iCloud. And she's like, well... Yeah, but it doesn't really work that well on my Mac either. It's like, don't. So I've basically I need to like turn off iCloud on her phone, wipe her accounts off the phone, mm-hmm. fix them on the Mac, turn on iCloud on the Mac, and then turn on iCloud back on the phone so that everything will sync back and forth again. Gets messy. But she has she has the the free version of iCloud, so she's filled that up with. Photos of guinea pigs. So, you know, we're, oh, we're kind We have four guinea pigs now. We didn't intend to have four guinea pigs. We had three. And then one of them had a baby guinea pig that we weren't expecting. <laughs> so now we have four. And we're going to have to get a bigger cage. So I'm like, yay. Yeah. But it surprise. makes her happy. Yeah, surprise. But it makes her happy. And we just found out it's a girl. So we don't have to. Isolate it and, and give it away to somebody else, so that we don't have five, six, or seven, or
2: eight more guinea. Yeah, pigs they're, they're pigs. like tribbles in that sense. They yeah.
1: kind of are. They okay. can. They're kind of born pregnant, you know. So you really got to be careful with, with tribbles and guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. So, so that's and they don't and neither of them like Klingons. That that's that's an important that, safety tip. That checks right out. There. Yeah, that, that checks. yeah, that does check out. Um, so I, I have to figure out what she's gonna do with her iCloud account. I have tried to sign her and my two sons onto my um Apple sharing. Plus account, which gives her access to all kinds of stuff. And I send out the notification and I don't get anything back. So after the first couple times and and then reminding them that it was there, and I just get this like, oh yeah, gee, thanks, dad. And it's like Phew. okay it's good enough. I, yeah. I have done I've done all that I can do. You are now on your own. So So, and so you're talking yeah. about
0: uh, some of the services that what iCloud includes. There there'd be photos, of course. Your iCloud photos mm-hmm. are probably the most demanding feature Password. that everybody wants. Uh, files app. The Files app is pretty o- pretty awesome. Gives you that all that stuff. Um, it Stores all your personal data. I mean, and it's secure. You know, we've talked about this before with security. You worry about security, but uh, you know, whenever you want to restore a device and you want to be able to get your uh, your iMessages back, um, you know, it's nice that in iCloud it backs it up. Um, yeah And then uh, two factor authentication very important that you have that enabled on your iCloud account. I think anybody who doesn't have that enabled is crazy. And I think if you even get new Apple ID accounts now, you have to have it enabled. I don't think they Apple even allows it uh, to be. Uh, I believe you're correct. Uh, uh, anymore. I mean, I have a couple of dummy accounts I use that it isn't on and, you, and it, it keeps, it keeps nagging you to do it, but I think you can still skip it. Uh, but anything new, nope, you gotta do it. And uh, you just, and you just talked about uh, uh, guy family sharing is uh, a, <laughs> yep. you can share up to five uh, family members. I'm doing that now. I've got all of my wife's families now on our, on our family sharing plan as far as the, the Apple one bundle. So like you said, now your wife's missing out because, uh, you know, you got yeah. access to all that, all those services. Uh, uh, do you, passwords do, d- too? Do you do, do any family sharing, uh, uh, Jeff with the, uh, your, with yours, with, the, uh, no, just, you're just on your own. no
2: family sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone just has their own account and, um, it's, but you know, the, all the accounts, we had everything set up before family sharing was a thing. And, uh, and so when family sharing became an option, mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense because everyone already had individual accounts and uh, like merging together right. to later break back apart. Just, yeah, didn't make sense. Didn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and uh, iCloud is closely tied with uh, Apple Music, but if you're not an Apple Music subscriber, um, it does also still integrate as as part of the iTunes part of the Apple Music app. Because some people don't have Apple Music, and they may have their own music that um, that, that that will do that. And of course, the iOS backups um, is is part of that as well. Backing up your iOS device, which is very important that you're running. Um, That's worth
2: the cost for me, right there, right there. Yeah, yep. like seriously, this is the cheapest data backup plan for iOS ever.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, you lose, break, destroy, falls into a volcano, what have you? Get a new iPhone, sign into your account, and, in, uh, f- and probably then probably a just few starts hours, showing up. Yeah, yeah. So, like magic, like magic.
0: Uh, <laughs> of course, that includes the Find My service, which is super important. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you you want to be able to find your devices. Uh,
1: Talk about tracking.
0: Yeah. Look at that. I'm yeah. to be tracked. I know where it is. <laughs> A lot of times, like I said, I say, Hey, where's my iPad? And it's not here. And then I go, look, Oh, I left it at the office. So I know it's there because it told me it's in my office. Um, so, uh, which is important. And then uh, access everywhere. I mean, it's, it does give you access pretty much everywhere on iCloud.com website and, and giving you all kinds of that kind of stuff. So it is, uh, it is, is, is important. Um, what iCloud isn't is really is not better than backups. Yes, it does do the backups that you have. It's but it's considered a sync service. It's really not a backup. If you're backing up your Mac, you're backing you know, yeah. You'll you'll back up some of the settings in iCloud, but use Time Time Machine on your Mac. On on iOS, if you don't iOS, yeah, it it does do pretty much the backup for you from what you need. But there are third party options like iMazing We always talk about. I think iMazing is a great. Uh, Alternate option. Um, You also can plug it into your Mac if you want to and use the uh, use the Finder, which I keep forgetting that's changed over the years because it was always in iTunes before. um, That uh, gives you the option of being able to back up your um, your device uh, manually uh, as a a backup on your Mac or an external drive. So you can so that that's another option. So think think of it that way. It is a sync service. let you guys have any other comments about that? Or do you, do you know well,
2: that? Uh, iCloud backup for iOS is actually a backup, right? Um, but the problem here is that this kind of it, it kind of muddies stuff for people that that don't understand the difference between backup and sync right. because it's also doing sync services for your iOS device at the same time. So, um, it, you know, it's important to to know what you actually have happening. So yeah, you can have a data backup uh, on iCloud for your iOS device. Um, But if you want to have like a, like a full image backup, then that's the thing you're doing locally. Um, Yeah. So I'm actually using iCloud backup for my iOS devices Mm -hmm. and iMazing because I don't believe in trusting a single backup.
0: Exactly. I agree. So, um, a lot of the other services that are out there that they've added it just it just gives you some just some great options to be to to, and the the services alone is worth it worth the weight in gold, and I agree at the very minimum pay for it back high cloud please five five meg five gigabytes isn't going to cut it and it's a no. and it, it and it's annoying enough to the fact that Apple you know as as big of a company as Apple is said that, come on guys can't you can't you at least offer maybe 10
2: gigabytes, something a little bigger than five. That, that would be nice, but yeah, uh, you know, but it should be you higher could, than that. Yeah. Or 20 or well, what, what it should be if, if they're going to leave it at, at the five gigabyte thing, it should be per device. Right. And, uh, and, and um, I mean, still that's a little tight, I think, but it would be much more reasonable at that point. Um, Yeah. And then I do know a lot of people that they just like, well, I don't want to pay more money. I can appreciate that. But if you're using it just to get a data backup for an iOS device, get, get the, uh, like the, what is it? $2, $3 a month plan. It's three bucks for the 200 gigabytes. I mean, and then, and then that is a, uh, uh, you can't get a cheaper backup for your iPhone.
0: No, and 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 you can share that plan too,
1: as Guy attempted to do. Yeah, I tried.
0: <laughs> and with me being on the Apple yeah, One well, bundle, some we, people
1: can share it. Guy can't. Yeah. No. no. Well, great. I could, but I can't, so yeah. I won't.
0: And with me being on the Apple One, uh, the the Premier bundle, we get two terabytes, and I'm sharing that with yeah. you know, seven 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 yep. people. That's
1: what I'm on too, and the same thing with that includes uh, Apple TV, right? So again, you get the whole package. So. Um,
0: and then uh, this year, as we talked about before, they came out with a couple things added to that. Uh, the private, uh, you, you can uh, you do your privacy uh, for the internet and uh, private relay. Private relay. Uh, for private relay. And then, then you can host your own domain if you want. That gets a little tricky. I, 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 I don't know if you guys, I, I, I tried. to get it. that to work. I did get it to work. I okay. got a domain. It's on. But I, I think. They're going to be with with future versions of uh, of iOS they're going to allow actually you to be able to actually set it up as a, a mail account because it has to kind of go yeah. within your iCloud email, mail and you can click the downer and choose the email you want it to, to use as it's as it's a reply to with
1: your domain well, Jeff, do you have uh, an Apple plus account? I do. Do you think more people would would jump on that if it included uh, if Apple became almost like an ISP where they were offering domain services and hosting and all the rest of that for especially for podcasters that would be like crazy that would be I, fantastic.
2: I, I think that there would be a uh, a significant enough number of people that would love that that uh, yeah Apple would make money doing that yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, it agree. just kind of fits right in with services,
2: yeah, and um yeah i mean if if you already have your whole account set up your apple plus account uh why not give us the type of interface that apple is is uh known for you know something that's super easy mm-hmm. to work with for getting a domain and uh and then setting up hosting or email or or both. Right. Um,
0: Maybe yeah, bring great.
2: back
1: something similar to iWeb that wasn't so clunky.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I miss iWeb. Yeah, it was fun. Um,
1: I actually did a six part series just before iWeb died on how to make an iWeb account or an iWeb web page that didn't look like iWeb. Because everybody's and site looked the same. Yeah, they really, really did, and I actually had had purchased uh, the Mac Parrot domain mm-hmm. and made this. I mean, just a horrible, horrible looking site that had like the the where it, the letters where it said Mac Parrot It was kind of like in flashing lights and and all this stuff. You it, went GeoCities. You read my I, mind. <laughs> I, I purposely, I purposely made it look horrendous. But it was all just to see how far I could push iWeb yeah. and have a template for other pages that I wanted that would use this same garish look and and still allow me to use the iWeb framework to have multiple pages, multiple uh, you know photo pages and all the rest of that still all within iWeb, but they wouldn't look like iWeb pages. Right. And then yeah. after I got done... Uh, I let it. I let the domain just kind of go because I wasn't. I was thinking I was never going to use it again. It's gone until I wanted to use it again, and then somebody had snapped it up. And and GoDaddy keeps telling me, well, they'll negotiate on my behalf to yeah, you know right. to get this. It's like you know what? I'm I'm just not interested in spending domain squatters.
2: Ugh. Yeah, well,
1: and that's what it is. You know, somebody bought it thinking that that you know either I or somebody in the future would would go ahead and take it, and it only cost them what, 99 cents a year or something like that to sit on it. Pork, mm-hmm. And it's like, Pork but I'm not going to pay somebody hundreds of dollars or even more than that for to get 20 sub dollars. Well, if it was 20 bucks, I wouldn't care. it would be like, okay, yeah. here. But yeah, but it's I'm not going to be, it's not going to be that. And GoDaddy is saying that, you know, oh, it's only $75 for us to negotiate on your, it's like, no, no, no. I so, got vert shark. So That's good enough. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But Hey, and hey. Vert, vert shark is quirky enough for me.
0: Like you. <laughs> um, all right. So that was some of the, some of the things I wanted to talk about with, uh, iCloud, uh, main time we got left here. I wanted to talk about a few, um, a few tips here this week. Um, uh, how to reset your network settings on the iPhone. People tend to always forget how to do that. Um, you know, of course, a lot of times you, you you're 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 dealing with uh internet problems or you have network problems on your on your iPhone. Um and it's uh it's something that people forget how to do a lot of times. And uh uh the way you do it is you actually actually go into the settings uh, and you go under general, uh, and then you go down to and then they've 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 really changed it now. Because in in iOS 15, you go down to where it says transfer or reset iPhone. Um and yeah, You go then pick Reset. It gets scary when that menu comes up. They've, they've really scared people not to go in here. <laughs> are
1: you really yeah. sure you want to do this? And, and yeah. the guy that you see in the pictures, his eyes are really big. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Yeah. So you have Reset All Settings if you want to reset all the settings. Um, You have the Reset Network Settings. I've done that quite a few times. I don't know if you guys have, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's times that you just got to clear the gook out. You know, you've yep. connected to so many networks, and it just doesn't seem to – to do that anymore so uh so that this that's the place you go you can click reset network settings and then what it does is it clears out any networks that you've connected to uh, in the past and this gives you a clean slate um a uh, very easy way to do that so again it was you, you go under the settings you go under general and you uh you scroll all the way down until where it says transfer or reset iphone in the case of iphone uh, cause you have an option there where it says preparing for a new iPhone, uh, and makes it even easier to transfer or, or get rid of it and clear it out. Um, or just tap the reset settings and uh, don't tap the thing below. It. it says erase all content and settings. And of course,
1: you <laughs> that would, you, would be a bad thing. You'd
0: be unhappy. Um, if that would be bad, if, um, if, uh, you, you happen to do that. So, uh, not recommending. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh with that, I thought that was one tip we'd have, and uh, we're gonna wrap things up a little early here too. Uh, so let's uh go ahead and uh, wrap things up for this week. And uh we'll just uh, go from there here. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at com. You can follow us at on Twitter at In Touch with iOS. Uh you could support the show by buying me a coffee at intouch with ios.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate your support. It's also on our website. Uh, Please uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe uh, uh, to our YouTube page. It'll notify you when we live stream. And on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash DaveG65. You can also watch past shows there. Uh, You can also visit In Touch with iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discussed uh, are flipped onto that uh, magazine. And the link is in the show notes. Um, Anything we talk about will generally be there. So check that out. You can also subscribe to, uh, to the show in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at ios.com where all the links, all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And guys, Searle, thank you so much for yes. being here this week. Always having, uh, always have a blast having you on the show and tell everybody where you can find you.
1: Well, one of these days, I'll actually remember being on here. <laughs> it's It's difficult. <laughs> You can find me uh, every week. I probably do a podcast with a man named Gazmaz, the MyMac.com podcast. We are two shows away, two, not one, but two shows away from our 600th show, which will be show 885. If you don't understand it, don't worry. Neither do I. Uh, You can also find me over on Twitter. It is. It's really complicated. You can find me over on Twitter. I am... Mac Parrot and or vert shark over there on the Twitter's VertShark.com is where you can find all of the odds in the vids and you can find the vids over on YouTube on my on my channel, which is vert shark. If you go to YouTube and type in vert shark, it will turn up right there. And then, of course, like, share, subscribe. Do all do all those things. All right. Thank you.
0: Thanks, guy. And uh, Jeff Gamut. Thanks, as always, for being here. Where can people find you?
2: Uh, well, thanks for inviting me back. And uh, and like, guy, I, I try really hard to remember when he's here, too.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. right. It's like, damn it, I thought I had avoided him, but no, there he <laughs> no. is.
2: <sighs> no, I, I, I love you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jay Gabbett on both. YouTube.com slash Jay for my videos. Thursdays on the big show. Fridays on the Mac show. Most Tuesdays on uh, Mac Voices Live. And uh, actually, I have I have more info for you. Uh Oh, Um, so you know, uh, Mac Observer got sold. Yes, And and so Dave Hamilton he took Mac Geek Gap with him. Well, uh, Brian Chaffin and I have taken Apple Context Machine. And so we have a new episode coming out uh, very soon. We just finished recording it. Awesome. And uh, the show is now the Context Machine. Nice. So, uh, so you'll be able to, to, uh, uh, put up with Brian Chaffin and me talking about, uh, about tech stuff, um, on a, on i I, I'm assuming a weekly basis again, but not pants, pants, always optional.
0: All right. Well, that's exciting. You heard that first here. We'll go have to go uh, check that out. But, uh appreciate you being a jeff and thanks uh, uh, as always to everybody out there listening we really appreciate it and uh we'll talk again soon